Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. Christmas is less than two weeks away now, so with that in mind, in a few minutes, we'll head to the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee to visit Dollywood and learn what a Smoky Mountain Christmas at Dollywood is all about. Plus, look ahead to 2022 to see what they have planned. And then we'll get some insight on visiting Iceland from the owner of a tour company that offers customized tours and local expertise called Friend in Iceland. But as I mentioned, with Christmas coming, let's start things out this week talking about travel-themed Christmas gift ideas. To help us out is travel writer and author Jody Robbins, who recently wrote a blog about not just travel Christmas gifts, but other gift ideas as well, called the Ultimate Holiday Gift Guide. And you can find it on her website, jodyrobbins.com. And Jody joins us now. Hi, Jody. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Let's talk about your Ultimate Holiday Gift Guide. There's a lot of things listed in there, uh, some of them travel-related, so we'll touch on those. Let's start with uh, the one at the top here that looks really cool for camping and uh, any kind of uh, outdoorsy activity, I would think. You're right. It's the uh, Bee Outfitters Campo Utility Hammock and Poncho. I mean, they had me at hammock. Maybe you too, because <laughs> who doesn't love a good hammock? But I actually ordered it for my daughter, and it's just so lightweight. And it's perfect for those people who have a lot in their camping kit. You can always use another tarp, another ground cover. But the fact that it converts into a hammock with just some carabiners and a tree strap, I mean, done. Yeah, like uh, the images you have here uh, on your uh, article, it shows where you can use it as a cover just to keep the sun off you if you're, uh, you know, lazing in a park. And if you just find two trees, you got yourself a hammock. Yeah, and there's a zipper here, handy little rain poncho. I mean, it just really slims down your whole backpack. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the uh, Sunshine Supercard and I guess just gift cards in general. Uh, just about every uh, tour operator would have some sort of gift card. But let's talk about the, the Sunshine, Sunshine Supercard. That Sunshine Supercard is the way to go. It's only on sale until December 31st, so you really want to get it. But fortunately, there's a ton of places you can pick it up around Alberta, from Sobeys to Safeway, Sport Check, and you can even get it on the Sunshine Village website as well. But it's only $99, and with it, you get your first, fourth, and seventh ski days for free. And a ski day costs that much anyway. So mm-hmm. even if you go skiing one time, it pays for yourself. But the real bonus is that when you use it on those in-between days, you get 25% off. And then in March, when spring skiing comes in, sometimes you get up to 40% off. The discounts just keep coming and coming. So for me, that is a no-brainer. Always should go in the stocking. And if people are interested in staying up there, there's a really special deal happening right now at Sunshine Mountain Lodge. And that is truly the only ski-in, ski-out accommodation that we have in Banff National Park. And I believe it's if you book three nights there, you get the fourth one for free. Um, With all these new travel restrictions coming up, uh, vacationing, a nice ski family getaway might be what's on the roster for 2022. Mm, Yeah, exactly. And it's called Sunshine Supercard, but you can can use it at uh, Marmot Basin and Revelstoke Mountain Resort, can't you? That's right. That's right. You can use it at those other results, which is great because, I mean, those are some of the premier mountain other, you know, besides what we have here in Banff National Park. Those are some great ski hills to check out. Let's talk about socks. 
these uh, yeah. pursuit hike socks. <laughs> Those are cool. I mean, there's there's a lot of socks out there, but I was really I tried them, quite liked them because just because they're so lightweight, yet they do keep you warm. Um, and then they have a hockey sock, so I, of course I had to buy that for my husband. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Of course. Any sock that I think, you know, fits a certain demographic and that you can use for multiple activities is a win for me. Exactly. And then there's this cool Lego map. Uh, who doesn't like Lego, right? I know. What's so great, this Lego art world map. And I think it's so interesting that they put art in the title because it really does look like a work of art because you can just reimagine it so many different ways. You, of course, uh, do the whole puzzle. Sorry, not puzzle, Lego set. And then you've got the, they have these custom uh, brick built pins that you can place as, you know, I've been here, I've been there, or Mm. destinations you want to go. You can just totally personalize your masterpiece. And it's just a really fun thing to do over the holidays with your family. And, you know, as a bonus, (laughs) you know, you can use it as a a focal point in your house afterwards. Yeah, I know. Just don't step on the pieces because that hurts. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Lots of uh, ultimate holiday gift guide ideas from Jody Robbins. You can find it on her website, the Ultimate Holiday Gift Guide at jodyrobbins.com. It's Jody with a Y and two Bs, I-N-S. Always fun to chat. Merry Christmas, Jody. Merry Christmas to you too. Well, with Christmas less than two weeks away now, the folks at Dollywood near Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, are all decked out for their Smoky Mountain Christmas celebrations. So to give us some insight on what it's like to experience a Smoky Mountain Christmas and other things to enjoy in the coming year at Dollywood is Wes Ramey. He's the public relations director for Dollywood. The website is dollywood.com. Hi, Wes. Hello. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How long has Dollywood been open now? Well, uh, you know, the park opened as Dollywood in 1986, and we've been going on uh, for more than 30 years. And, you know, the influence of Dolly is very strong here and something that folks love to come and just see everything that she's going on. But beyond that, you know, we've just opened a few weeks ago for our Smoky Mountain Christmas Festival, which um, has been voted for 13 years as the best theme park Christmas event of any theme park in the world. And as soon as you come through the gates, you understand why it is so well held within the industry. Mm-hmm. Well, you just have to look at your website and you get excited and wish you were there, uh, yeah. dollywood.com. Uh, let's just do some basics, though. Where are you located? We are in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, so we are right at the the doorstep, basically, of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, which uh, a lot of people don't know, but that is the number one uh, national park in terms of tourist traffic in the United States. So something we're very proud of uh, to be able to to have that here at our our front door, basically, uh, is that park and just... To be able to welcome so many people to the area every single year to take advantage of all the great attractions and the beauty of the National Park is just something really special. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the Smoky Mountain Christmas. What's it like to experience it? I know that's a loaded question. Well, it, yeah, it really is. And there's something, I know it sounds cliche, but it really is uh, something that every member of the family can enjoy. We, as I said, we have five million Christmas lots. So the second that uh, you walk through the gates, you, you immediately see these lots. And our teams do an amazing job. They actually start hanging them in June. Hmm. 
and the team ramps up in size as we get closer to the festival. Uh, but it, it really is something special and something they take a lot of heart in making sure those decorations are perfect for guests because they always say that the thing they do it for is to see the looks, especially on the kids, as they see these you know, amazing and very elaborate displays of, of lights, and the look on their faces is just, just awestruck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the entertainment must be amazing. I mean, if with uh, Dolly's name attached to it, you got to know that the shows and and the entertainment's got to be uh, something else. Yes. Well, I mean, you couldn't have, have said it any better. You know, when Dolly's name is on something, you know it's going to be great. And with entertainment being, I mean, that's her thing. And when you come to the park, amazing shows this time of year. We've got nine shows on different stages, indoor and outdoor stages throughout the park for our Christmas festival. But really, throughout the entire season, our entertainment is something that we're known for. We've won a n- numerous awards uh, for our entertainment uh, offerings at the park because it, it is something as you said, you know, we're known for it because of Dolly, but it it is great quality entertainment. And, you know, with this festival in particular, our Smoky Mountain Christmas Festival, uh, it's something that our guests have made a tradition. And they'll come to see these shows because it's something they've done for years and it really does get them into the spirit. Um, our headline show during this festival is called Christmas in the Smokies, appropriately. <laughs> and it uh, started with the festival when it began in 1990. So there are generations of, you know, people People who have sat in the seats of the show have actually performed in the show after watching it as a kid, and now are you know in different stages now, bringing their kids and their families to come and experience it. So it's it's one of those things that really is something special for so many folks, and one of the things we are known for this time of the year. Mm-hmm. So how does it work as far as tickets? And and, and we're going to get into you can you know staying at the resort there. Does that include yeah. passes and everything to uh, uh, Smoky Mountain Christmas? Yeah, so all of our tickets, so if you go to our website, dollywood.com, you can you find all of our ticket options there. But yes, everything when you come to Dollywood, all of the shows, all, all of the entertainment is included uh, within your admission ticket. So throughout the year, we'll have uh, performances by a lot of visiting artists we'll bring in throughout the year as well. All of those performances are included. So when you purchase your ticket, you know, there's there are no other tickets you need to purchase to be able to see any of the shows, ride the rides, or, or any of that. It's all included. Nice. Um, and of course, yeah. so once Christmas is over, you got 2022 ahead. Uh, there's all yeah. kinds of things going on. Uh, I'm curious about the weather, though. Is it, you're in the Smoky Mountains, so do you have snow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we do have snow, but typically our snow comes in January and February. Uh, so those are the months that we are closed. Uh, our park operating teams every year do a lot of uh, projects while we're closed, just for the guest experience to make sure that uh, we're keeping things fresh, everything looks great, and things that we find during the year that our guests tell us, hey, you know, this would be a good idea for you to do this construction project. We'll take a lot of that feedback and put that in place uh, during the off season and get everything ready for when we open in March. Um, so when we do open in March, you know, it's spring, um, the, the temperatures can be a little cooler, but typically during the day, they're very, very comfortable days. And like you said, 2022 is a, pl- you know, a packed calendar for us. We've got all of our typical festivals. All of those festivals will have new and exciting elements uh, going into the year. So it's going to be a great time to come down and visit, no matter what time of year you come. Mm-hmm. And that's 
one thing about the Smokies that we try to bring into the park is that no matter what time of year you come, it's going to have a completely different experience and feel than the, the previous season. So if you're here in the spring, it, the Smokies are alive with, you know, blooming in the summer, you know, everything is green and beautiful. In the fall, obviously, the leaves are changing. And then at Christmas time, you, you get all the great Christmas uh, lights and everything that go with the experience. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to tell me about the water park. When the weather gets nice, I imagine yeah. that is a popular place. Yes, it is. So Dollywood Splash Country is known, you know, around the world as one of the most beautiful water parks that you'll find. So, and you know, a lot of water parks are just flat concrete with tall metal structures for the slides. And when we built this park, we were very uh, purposeful in going in and taking advantage of the natural landscape and all of the topography of the area. So it's built back into a natural hollow and all of the, the slides and everything are kind of built into the, the hillsides. Same thing with Dollywood. In fact, it's built into a natural hollow and everything kind of goes along with that terrain. We take a lot of care to make sure that we take advantage of the environment in a way that brings out the beauty of the Smokies uh, that we're in and make sure that when you're in the park, you really are experiencing just the fun of being here in Mm -hmm. the the Smokies. If you wanted to experience everything, uh, how many days would you have to stay or visit? (laughs) Well, you know, if you've never been and you're wanting to take it all in, it really is a multi-day experience. So Dollywood alone, if you want to see the shows, you want to do the the great shopping. We haven't even mentioned that. Mm -hmm. My wife loves to come and shop. There are great uh, (laughs) stores here. She compares to Pottery Barn and and places like that. So when she comes, I have to watch my my credit card. But you come in, you can see all the great crafters. Uh, we have a number of craftsmen who do the same crafts by hand as they were done in the 1800s and the early 1900s. So that's very interesting and fun to watch. So if you want to do all of that, that's a day alone. Then you need to make sure you take in all the great food options. We're known uh, for how great our food is here. We've won a number of awards for the the quality of our food products. And then, of course, all the great rides. So if you want to fully do the Dollywood experience, I I think at least a minimum of two days to be able to experience it all. But then when you're talking the water park, our dinner shows that are in town, you're you're looking at we we can take care of almost a full week, (laughs) it feels like, here at the parks. And that's why it's good you have a resort right on property. That's the Dreammore Resort. So tell us a bit about that. Exactly. So uh, the Dreammore Resort and Spa was opened in uh, 2015, and it is a property that we are very proud of. And it's something that Dolly had always wanted to include here with the parks was a place where families, after they've had fun all day at the park, they can come, stay with us, relax, recharge, just have an opportunity to uh, to come together as a family, make those memories. That's what we're trying to do at all the properties. But to be able to allow folks to stay with us gives them that opportunity to, you know, the convenience of being able to go back and forth uh, through the included transportation to the parks and just relax and enjoy their time and mm-hmm. don't have to think about, you know, planning ahead. It's all, you know, kind of done there. And that's something that, again, has elevated us even further as a, a destination experience and something that we hope a lot of folks will do is put us into their consideration set when they're looking for, hey, where are we going to go on vacation this year? We feel like we're a great opportunity because we do have that resort experience and you can stay and make that a seamless experience. Mm -hmm. How much is Dolly herself involved in the park now? 
Very much so. She's always kind of guiding what we're doing. Uh, she has input. We we take everything that she's giving us. You know, stories of growing up in the in the Smokies. We're able to take those and provide those uh, for starting points for a lot of the projects that we work on. But she, you know. Even from the beginning, her her goal is to bring folks here to the Smokies so they can experience the beauty of the Smokies. And she also wants to, to give the folks here uh, employment opportunities. So mm. that's something that we've been able to, to pull off with the, the company here, and it's something that she had the vision for many years ago. And she's very much involved in our entertainment. I mean, as you said, it's Dolly Parton's theme park. You know the entertainment's <laughs> going to be great. So she has a hand in that. And kind of guiding you know, a lot of the things we do, we look to her her. her spirit and her giving nature uh, into everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it'd be such a fun experience. It is Dollywood yeah. in the heart of the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. That's right. And Wes Ramey is the public relations director for Dollywood. Again, lots of info on their website, dollywood.com. It was fun chatting with you, Wes. Merry Christmas. I appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you. And hopefully we'll see uh, some folks come down and see us soon. If Iceland is on your list of destinations to visit in 2022, there's a tour company that offers personalized service and customized tours. It's called Friend in Iceland, and the owner of Friend in Iceland is Gunnar Sigurdsson. The website is friend.is, and Gunnar joins us now to tell us more about Friend in Iceland. Hi, Gunnar. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Tell me how Friend in Iceland began. Well... uh... As you probably know, we had a big financial crash here in 2008. So there was a lot of you know difficulties because I'm a trained theater director and I've been working in documentary and films here in Iceland before for, for 2010. And after 2008, there was not so much to do. I had to find something else. So I saw some opportunity in, in, in doing some different or, or, or semi-different uh, you know travels for uh, tourists here in Iceland with a local touch and personal approach. Nice. So I, so I decided to make this company. And also, as I had a lot of um, uh, experience from, from uh, introducing Iceland on, in all, all, a lot of countries through my theater group, we worked for that for a while. Mm-hmm. And also, also I've been, um, I've done a lot of scouting for film companies and, news groups and all kinds of that. So I decided to aim for this because we became famous in these years, not only for being one of the fifth biggest bankruptcy in the world, also we had a, a, a volcanic eruption in 2010 mm-hmm. in a mountain called Yogurt. Well, yeah, Iceland was certainly in the news, but uh, I am looking at your website, friend.is. You do offer a number of different tours. Maybe just touch on on uh, what makes you different from other uh, tour operators. Well, we focus mainly on private tours. So we have like uh, what we call a luxury with a local touch. We have date tours and multi-date tours for groups and individuals. And uh, we, you know, we have examples tour on our website that people can look at like from two days three days or one day tours or whatever but we usually um, organize uh, multi-day tours for groups individuals and um, sometimes we just you know 
if we are driving around the uh, a ring road around Iceland, sometimes we just pop off the ring road and, and head into the mountains. If the weather is good, then we do a different little local things and we find local places, less known tourist attractions. And we try to be a little bit, you know, more um, personal. And we take our job very seriously. So, yeah, it makes us a little bit different, but mainly you will find a very good uh, travel industry in Iceland. It's mm-hmm. a very nice. Most of the companies are very good. Well, I am looking at, uh, I'm going to assume this is one of your more popular ones, especially for someone who, uh, like myself, hasn't been to Iceland. Eight-day tour around Iceland, you get a, a really good overview of what the country's like. Yeah, you will see the most uh, most of the tourist spots around what we call the Ring Road of Iceland include also a peninsula called Snæfellsnes, which is a very popular place. And uh, then you have uh, a lot of uh, different and uh, local lesser known places that we will visit also on the time. And also what I'm saying to you, if we are driving around Iceland, we sometimes take a detour into the highlands. Mm-hmm. Depending on weather and, and and the mood of the people, and if they want to do something different, we just do it. And How, we are not very stuck on on on, on itinerary. <laughs> How many people are usually in a you say private tour? But uh, would that be like how many people would be an average tour? Well, it's from actually uh, it's from one person up to about fifteen, sixteen people in a group. Mm-hmm. We don't go much higher than that uh, usually. It's Unless it's some kind of a you know a union or or, or a company that needs more attention, mm-hmm. or maybe doing gala evenings and stuff and everything like that. So mainly we focus on smaller groups and personal touch, and we follow you know we 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 will follow you around from the day f- the day one that you write us the email. I will follow you around. Nice. Everywhere you go in Iceland, kind of, kind of holding my hand. I, I noticed on your uh, on your website again, it's friend.is. The eight day tour. I'm going to use as an example. It says easy. So I think uh, myself included, uh, some people might have the misconception that uh, you have to be an outdoorsy type of person to enjoy Iceland. That's not the case, is it? No, 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 no. It's not even. It, it, it's even better to be not, uh, not an outdoor person. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's very easy, you know, because we have, you know, relatively nice. Uh, it's it's we base this on being on a on, on a nice tour, uh, relaxing, and also a lot of adventure at the same time. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to take the adventure, you just leave it. You just wait around, do something else, or the <laughs> other people do it, or whatever. Yeah, depends on what you want to do. And we can also add into this all kinds of of, of other activities like helicopters, snowmobiles, or ATVs, or whatever people want to do on, on those tours. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying, even though we have an itinerary on the website, we have information about the itinerary and everything, and we have, you know, it listed up like a, a proper eight-day tour, we will divert from that and, 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 and do something if people want to do it. Because mm-hmm. we have a saying in Iceland, uh, in, in my company, which is your tour, your way with a little help from a friend. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so what's included in a typical tour? Let's use the eight-day tour around Iceland for an example. Well, that depends on what people want to have included that. Usually we, 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 we take care of hotels and, and accommodation for people and mm. the car and the driver. And then we uh, usually we don't... Uh, uh, have included like meals because people just want to try very different things on mm-hmm. the route 
and we have a lot of options and we have a lot of good restaurants in Iceland and a lot of very, very, you know, unique, uh, authentic places. So we give people options to go there and stop there. And But mainly it's it's just the, the, the actual uh, accommodation and the guide and the, and the bus and mm-hmm. all that that's included. And we, we, we don't... Um, we have we we are not into flight tickets or anything like that, but we take care of people from the day they land mm-hmm. until the day they leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, tour, like many of your tours, are run all year round. Is there a particular time of year? I guess it depends on what you're looking for to do uh, to visit Iceland. It's actually you know during this time of year. Let's say if you look at this time of year, you can you you can expect all kinds of weather, but you can actually do that every time every time in Iceland. You know we. We actually don't have a weather in Iceland. We only have a samples of weather, you know. <laughs> so we c- you can have a storm and snow during the day and also a little bit of a sunshine. But mainly, uh, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for the northern lights, snow and all that stuff, of course, the winter time is good, but then you depends on when you come in the winter time. You have a short, you have a very short uh, time of daylight during like mm-hmm. December, January, February. But uh, then you have a 24-hour daylight during uh, uh, June, July, August. And uh, but I, my favorite time, if 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 I can take it from my end, mm-hmm. which I have had most fun with my customers, is in is in June or September. That's you know because um, then you are just before the peak time and just after the peak time in Iceland. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of you know options and stuff to do, and and also you have a mild weather, and but you can still expect all kinds of weather. Mm-hmm. Well, most Canadians are probably uh, familiar with the weather in Iceland because it's very similar here. Uh, what do I need to know yeah. if I'm planning a trip to Iceland? Give me some tips, uh, basic uh, regarding re- regarding the weather. You just have to do whatever you do in 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 in, in Canada. You just dress warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and expect, you know, as I told you before, you know, all kinds of weather. Uh, don't uh, you don't, you know, our uh, currency, which is Krona, it's an absolutely useless currency. Don't so don't change a lot of money into Krona. We take cards everywhere, and we have a very good, you know, uh, service everywhere. We have good restaurants. You're going to be surprised. You don't have to, you know, do any specific arrangement before you come just you know mm-hmm. just take yourself and your good mood and, and you're going to be good <laughs> well it's friend in iceland the website is friend.is it looks like a fabulous yeah. way to tour iceland especially for someone like myself that eight-day expedition around iceland looks really really fun uh gunnar sigurdsson is the owner operator of friend in iceland again the website is friend Dot is. It was really fun chatting with you, Gunnar. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Thank you also. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know, leave a review, tell a friend, or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.org.